Indie Music Live episode 216. I'm Jojo Keys. How's everybody doing today? We have a great show with featured artist Jody Valentine. I just learned how to pronounce her name. We'll be talking to her in just a few minutes. We also have a couple of uh, reviews from the website, All Poets and Heroes from Syracuse, I believe, with the song Cruel and with Playground. David, how you doing, man? I had a shitty day today. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, Joe. I, I actually feel pretty good why. today myself. Great music in the show today. Yeah, good stuff. Good Excellent stuff. series of songs. Makes yeah. my day a lot better. I had such a bad day that the guy at Dunkin' Donuts gave me a free donut and said, I Ooh. hope it gets better. <laughs> yeah, everything's easy. Because I ordered like the most expensive drink that you can get there, apparently. And I said, well, I'm having a bad day, so it's worth it. He's <laughs> like, you donut. It was the weirdest thing. But uh, yeah, well, how, why was your day bad? No, mine was good. Oh, you I'm had a good, good. One. Yeah, good meetings, you know, just good energy going on today. Cool. Wish I was uh wish I was with you then. <laughs> Someday, <laughs> Joe, we'll meet when we're 85 years old. I don't think I'm going to last that long, but uh we can try. We can all try. right, man. I think 70 is going to be my limit <clears throat> to be honest with you. If I like take all the like family history and both sides, all the aunts and uncles and how long they last and kind of average together. 70 that that's it about all i got probably yeah oh man all right anyway something to look forward to kind of brightens up my day anyway let's go ahead and check out some tunes so i always like to play out of the songs in the show the the more animated video first or the real video so this is an animated video all poets and heroes with their song cruel check out the review on the website and we'll be right back Oh, 
Goats and Heroes with the song Cruel. Probably uh, reviewed by Marty or Katie, one of those two. Uh, but the Marty, Syracuse, I believe. I think. And uh, which is ironic that we were talking about Syracuse a few minutes ago. I'm not going to say why because it doesn't really matter, but it was it's kind of like an irony of the day. So I like the song, Dave. You said you liked it too. It's amazing what a, you know a real artist can do with two chords. It was Katie Halligan that did that review, and it was, it was really well written, just like most of her reviews. But yeah, I, this was one of those songs. Uh, it kind of forces you to just kind of sit down for a few moments and just give it respect. It's uh, reminded me a lot of Ray LaMontagne. It was kind of like the blue-eyed soul king uh, in my eyes. Uh, just, you know, a lot of, it's a stripped down, kind of like a minimalist type of production. A lot of focus on is really moving vocals. And it just kind of brought me to that same headspace when I was listening to this. Uh, really loved it, man. Just like the, yeah. the guy's voice and the amount of uh, reverb in this tune and... Yeah, it's just it's like moving. It was, it was very good. Beautiful tune. Yeah, full sound. So good stuff from these guys. They don't have much of a social media presence. I'm sure you can look them up and find a website or something like that. Uh, so yeah, so let them know we said hey. <laughs> so I'll bring in our featured artist tonight, Jody Valentine from Philly. How yeah. you doing tonight? Hey, how's it going? And boom, you're on camera. <laughs> going well going good um so let's see so you are a music teacher and uh we don't have many music teachers on the on the show any real ones though because you teach high school right yep yep and so you came out with a song too soon is that part of an album or uh, why don't you give us a little elevator pitch about who you are and what you're doing and a little bit about that song yeah so too Soon kind of was like my little song baby that happened last September, actually. It's like so weird to see how what happens in one year. I wrote it with two of my really good friends, and they're both like insanely talented artists. One that went to UPenn, and then one I just met at this songwriting competition called Songathon that happened in New York City. And... After that, I started recording maybe four or five songs. was like, I want to put out an EP. I had some stuff that I put out through a record label in like Switzerland and it did really well. But this was like, okay, I'm an independent artist. I make, I would say pop country. My mom would cringe at the country side of it. <laughs> but I mean, I, the thing I love about country music is that it tells stories and whether it's like incredibly originally incredibly original or not you're still getting like a really solid snapshot of someone's life and for me as a music teacher and as a woman i i always want to give people a little bit of hope and like steer them towards that like moral direction and i feel like in country writing you can put those morals in where it's like a little bit romantic and more patience like tenderness a little bit so that's who I am so I have a whole project I put out too soon and ghost and then I have one coming out in two weeks about actually it's called blue eyes and it's about not being able to give a guy that blonde hair the blue eyes the ripped jeans like perfect smile like I couldn't be that girl 
now my hair is blonde, but it's not actually. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, let's go ahead and check out too soon for now. And then uh, blue eyes in a couple of weeks. And uh, we'll be right back and get deeper with Dave. Yep. fought and battled through the weeds of the internet to find your bio on Spotify. There was some line in there that said the obvious influence is Taylor Swift. I disagree with that. You think so? Really? I disagree that she's the obvious influence. Wow. So who do you hear? I have someone in mind. I'd like to tell you. Oh my gosh. I'm nervous. (laughs) She's a Grammy winner, so that's a good thing. Okay. I I hear a lot more uh, Megan Trainer. That is so funny. Somebody, someone just said that to me recently, and um, you know her song, "I'm Gonna Love You." Like, I know I'm not like a super fan of her, but I do know her stuff, and I think the key, uh, like part of her influence is, is the doo-wop. Yeah. So d- I don't like listening to your music. I, I haven't heard your entire catalog. Maybe there's some, uh, more country influence and in some of your other stuff. I didn't, I mean, other than the cowboy boots and the picture, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I didn't feel much country in that tune, but I, I definitely just kind of the blending of the notes that Megan likes to do in a lot of her songs. Uh, that's uh, part of that doo-wop element, I believe. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would replace Taylor Swift with Megan Trainer in your uh, in your bio. That's my recommendation. That. That's very cool. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Um, 
interesting background. I, I remember reading about your stuff as uh, hopefully it wasn't too physically uncomfortable for you, but you say you worked under the thumb of uh, Roger Waters. He is quite the man. Yeah, let's hear about that. Yeah, so uh, I was working at Soundtrack Studios in Manhattan on Broadway, and Roger came in to work on a on his um, like his live film for the Wall. Or, yeah, Pink Floyd, by the way, if, if yeah. people didn't know. Yeah. So I just remember he came in with Nigel Godrich, which like Radiohead is my. I can't even tell you Radiohead was my entire like soundtrack of college. And then the fact Nigel produced them. So for me, it was like, I'm like in love with this man. He's incredible. But so Roger comes in and every day at 6.30, he wanted the like Santa Margarita Pinot Grigio and he needed the ice bucket and whatever. I can't say it properly. And I would go and I'd open the bottle for him and pour it in a glass. And one day he was like, he looks at his watch and goes, aren't you supposed to be in bed? Like, I'm um, like this young thing. It's 6.30 <laughs> at night. Like, you're so rude. <laughs> I think I, I noticed. Now, like, enjoy your night. I think I noticed you were drinking a Pinot Grigio right now. Huh, interesting. Yeah, I wonder if he's the reason why. Yeah, maybe that was like the crux of the influence right there. Yeah. Or at least subconsciously. Uh, the other lady in- and just say these little things like I'm older than your father. Like, <laughs> uh, so you said Maggie Rogers at uh, NYU. There was another uh, important figure in your development. You want to mention how? Oh yeah. Well, Maggie and I were in the same class, so we both went to the Clive Davis Institute at NYU same year. Um, I've known her. I'm 26, so I've known her since I was 18. And we would critique each other's songwriting. And we did a couple performances together. But it's really interesting because I flash back to freshman year of college. And there was a song I wrote that I never released called American Dream. And it was all about being um, the perfect woman for an American man. It's very, very specific. And I remember in songwriting class, she was like, this is your song this song is great. And then like, now it's how many ever years later, I'm like, I wonder if I should hit up Maggie and be like, do you want this song? <laughs> Cause I'm never going to put it out. So is that your favorite subject matter? Kind of like writing about romance, kind of romantic stories uh, and yes. maybe eventually living them out in some like fantasy or something like that. Is that, is that kind of how you think about it? Uh, I most, <laughs> in college, I wrote from fantasy. So it was all of this like idealism and romance. And there would always be like little undertones of like what you should learn, like who you should be and who the right person is that you'll, you know, very romantic. And the doo-wop thing is all very romantic. I listen to it. So um, nowadays I write directly from experience and I try not to ever exaggerate things. So I'll try to tell the story, how it happened and still put in those little messages because I'm a teacher. So the music I put out has to also sort of guide my students towards the right path, you know? Whereas like you look at a Cardi B music video, which my students are watching and she's essentially saying, show your body women and exploit yourself. Where for me, it's like, actually you could be really romantic and have a little 
more integrity. Interesting. You know, you know, I think a woman can be very beautiful even while being conservative. There's something really amazing about someone that lets their who they are speak for themselves. I'm trying to think it through, but you know, like Cardi is like putting that in your face, like I'm a woman and men want me, whereas like, I'd rather people be like, wow, I would play my music in front of my children, and I would know that like this is a soundtrack for the car or for family parties or barbecues. Understood. No, I appreciate that for sure. All right. So <clears throat> best place for people to find you online is. I'll let you say it. <laughs> I mean, if, if so, yeah, Jody's one of those artists where uh, she, uh, basically the collection of, of her so the, <laughs> the collection of her social media and all of her interviews and Spotify together makes up a glorious biography right there that's all you have to say Jody Valentine we're going to move on to the next song thanks so much oh thank for you so much by. for having me yes absolutely Cardi who <laughs> Cardi what Cardi who? Yeah, Cardi B, eat your heart out. All right, Rob, next tune if you're ready. I believe it's called Playground by Resolver. Let's do it. Right there. The thought of it all comes crumbling down. I'm at a loss for words again. As Playground by Resolver. This one was reviewed by Marty Lofaso on the website. Very nice review. Uh, nice indie rock ditty right there. I mean, it was very cool, very catchy, kind of a rock unique ditty. sound. Huh? <laughs> indie that's rock ditty. Huh? Oh, that's interesting. What'd that's you think, Joe? 
<clears throat> yeah, this is a good song. Um, I just listened to most of well, all this, the review songs um, today. And yeah, this was like, there's a little bit of everything in this one that I remember as far as like genre goes, you know, it's like a little electro, a little, little rock. I forget the other one, but it was kind of like almost, was there like a groovy moment in there? I don't know. Yeah, no, yeah, just kind of like hippie, hippie flavor. Yeah, it was good stuff though. I, I briefly listened to it when we first got it in as a review and then, and I didn't remember it being as good as, as it was today. So good stuff. Cool. Cool. Any final words there tonight, David? No, man. I wish everybody well this fine day. <laughs> Wear a mask, wash your hands, go outside with pants on, you know, that kind of stuff, normal life stuff. So <laughs> Jody, thanks for hanging out with us. Rob Hicks, Hicks video. If anybody needs live streaming production uh, for their internet shows, He's your man, H-I-X-V-I-D-E-O, and uh, we'll be back next week at uh, the normal time. Have a good one. Yeah.